For more than 100 years, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. When the Packers drafted James Starks in the sixth round of the 2010 draft, they felt like they were getting great value with that pick. After all, Starks had racked up a pair of 1,000-yard rushing seasons in college at Buffalo. But little did anyone know how quickly that pick would have to pay off in a super season. Was it Buffalo area, or what, where did you grow up? I, I grew up in upstate New York, um, Niagara Falls, New York. Niagara Falls, mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, sir. And when we think of Niagara Falls, we don't think of a big city, rough situation, but you were, yeah. you were coming out of that. Yes, it's, I mean, it's, it's different. You know, a lot of people don't really, you, you know, you mentioned Niagara Falls, like, where's Niagara Falls? Everybody think it's, you know, tourist attraction, and, you know, it's like a wonder of the world or whatever, and so everybody come down there, see the falls, and it's beautiful, and, you know, they see it on the night side, and they don't understand what's actually going on in that bubble, you know, so. You come to Green Bay, uh, sixth round draft choice, and lo and behold, you spent a lot of time your rookie year on the injured list, right? You were like most of that team, you were injured. Yeah, yeah. Most of most of my rookie year, uh, I pulled my hamstring because at, at first I didn't really know how to practice, and so I'm breaking tackles and trying to get to the end zone every time I'm going full speed. You know, I want to get cut. Like it's my only opportunity. Like I got to try to do what I can do. And I just didn't know how to practice. And I, I popped my hamstring and tried to come back too early. Popped it again, it just wasn't healing. And then I got put on pup, so I was, was gone for like six weeks, whatever. The Packers of 2010 were an outstanding passing team with an inconsistent running game, to say the least. Matter of fact, very late in the season, they were still looking for one. They found it when their rookie running back finally got healthy at the end of the regular season, and the playoff run commenced. I feel like the team, like, we were different. You know, as far as, like, our bond, um, our confidence, even though we lost a few games, if you look at that roster then, I think it was a lot of injuries. So, so guys were starting to come back, get healthy. Um, and then, you know, I was young. I was still learning and things like that, but... I think Coach Egger did a great job of just, you know, keeping me, you know, in a loop in the system as far as, you know, what I need to do, the plays I need to know, what I'll be running. You know, I, I understood all those things, so I never was nervous coming in as a rookie, you know. Edgar Bennett was a great coach, wasn't he? Great coach. Mm -hmm. um, and you mentioned he kind of kept you in the loop. It's almost like he knew that at some point in that season you were going to have to play a role. Yeah. I, I mean, he he was confident in me. Uh he, he just knew that, you know, I was young. You know, I would make those mistakes, and he tried to put me in the best situation to, you know, understand what I'm getting myself into. Brandon Jackson was the starter at the beginning of the season. It didn't yes, quite work out as it went down. You took over for him, um, and he mentioned to me that, that he made sure you knew that he had your back. Talk about that relationship, you and, and Brandon Jackson. He was tough. He was he, he was tough. I mean, like the older guys, they they were tough uh, on the younger guys. You know, like they were good guys. You know, you could talk to them, and you know they were they were good people. But 
when you do something wrong or whatever, you know, Brandon wasn't going to try to help you. He wanted you to learn from your mistakes. So, you know, it helped me. It helped me, like, uh, learn how to study, uh, how to how to uh, prepare for the week or the games and stuff like that. So I think what they did do helped me a lot. But, you know, everybody teach different. I tried to help the younger boys a little different than they did me. But. Let me ask you about the playoff run. You guys make the playoffs. You win a game over the Bears, a tight ball game. You're the last team into the playoffs. You're the sixth seed. You're going to Philadelphia. And I'm sure you didn't know this at the time, but you guys obviously started the season at Philadelphia. And for the first time in 2010, the Packers won in Philadelphia for the first time since 1962. Now you got to go back there and win again. <laughs> yeah. mean, what were your thoughts going into that Philadelphia game? Because you played a huge role in it. That's where all of a sudden you had your coming out party. I was confident. I, I just wanted to show, you know, Green Bay, like, man, I'm more than capable of handling whatever y'all give to me. I wanted to show y'all that, you know, I can handle a load, you know. So I wanted to go out there, and it was a, a big game. You know, I wasn't nervous at all. I just wanted to show people I was different, you know. Like, so... When they gave me the opportunity, I was just happy. I just didn't want to mess up. That was like the big thing. Like, man, don't fumble, hold the ball high and tight. Don't do none of that. So I, I say, I just wanted to do good. I just didn't want to mess up, so. So you win that game. Now you go to Atlanta. They're the number one seed. They've had a week off and you're playing on a Saturday night in Atlanta. The dome is filled. The, the noise level was incredible. Talk about that game because I know you played a big role in it, but Aaron Rodgers had a night for all nights. Yeah, he he was on, I, and I, I think the first game they kind of they kind of whooped us, you know. <laughs> so everybody wanted their revenge, and and now we like up and coming. Our offense is 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 kind of going now. Now we smooth, we we get a chance to 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 replay them, and everybody just want to prove a point. Like man, y'all beat us, but we wasn't we wasn't who we are now. So. That was like a statement game, Aaron throwing throwing dimes like he always do, and you know, everybody clicking, just on the same page, line doing what they have to do. And, you know, it's we won. But James, you know what we saw was that all of a sudden this Packers team, unlike the regular season team, had a running game, bona fide running game, and, and you were it. <laughs> yeah, I man, I just thank God for that. You know, I thank God just put me in the opportunity and you know, sometimes you know, you just don't know when you're going to be called, whatever, but it's like doors just open for me all the time, and that's why I always thank God because, you know, that's once in a lifetime, you know, thing that you get put on the Super Bowl team and start something like that, you know? So so you win in Atlanta, and then you go to Chicago for the NFC Championship game, um, and you played the Bears twice, mm-hmm. that type of thing. You guys seemed to go in there with a lot of momentum and got off to a really good start, didn't you? We were we were doing good, man. Everybody had that chip on their shoulder. We was rolling, you know. Everybody having fun. We smiling, laughing in practice. You know, it's everybody just on point at every situation. Practice is going good. Practice is ending early. You know, everything is executed. You know, to perfection. So when we plan, people, we we having a good time. We focus. We lasered in. You know what I mean? You get a look from somebody. And, and you just know what it means. Let's go, you know. So, tell me about that game. As I mentioned, you guys got up early in that game, but the Bears came roaring back as you would expect they would, and it became a pretty hotly contested battle down the stretch, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's always going to be a battle. That's the rivalry. You know what I mean? It's, it's a to this day is a rivalry. So that's um, 
you know, you would expect. Like, you can be up 14, 21, then somebody else going to get hot. So it's just something that's going to happen. 123 yards at Philadelphia, then 66 at Atlanta, and 74 against the Bears in the NFC title game. But the Super Bowl proved to be Stark's biggest challenge. Against the powerful Steelers defense, he would be asked to block. That was tough, you know, because I was I was being blocking like Palomalu knew him like every play. <laughs> I'm blocking big guys and at the time like I wasn't I wasn't used to blocking. We we didn't block much at, at UB, so and the Super Bowl was a little different. Uh you know, it was a little different. I had to learn blocking protections and stuff or whatever, so it's a little different, but I say overall, like the experience was just different, man. When you won the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. what was that like for the team, for you guys, for everyone? Yeah, my, my nana was there, you know, she was facing a little, you know, cancer, rest in peace, you know. Uh she was able to come to the game though. Uh, you know, then she she got to see it, you know what I'm saying? My mama was there, my brothers and sisters was there, you know what I mean? So, you know, my, my other grandmother had died, so she didn't get to see it, but like everybody that I really wanted to be there was there. So so that, that was mad special. James Stark set a franchise rookie postseason rushing record with 315 yards in four games. Where would the Packers have been that year without him? James played seven years in the NFL, all with Green Bay, rushing for more than 2,500 yards. He played in five postseasons, two NFC Championship games, and Super Bowl 45. Not bad for the 193rd pick in the draft from the side of Niagara Falls that few visitors ever see.